Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Mitchell, uh, just want to say welcome. Welcome back to your home buying compass where we talk about the real estate market and uh, all things related to buying and selling homes. And um, today we're going to take, well, we're going to take a look at something we haven't really chatted about in the past with uh, David Schwabe. We're going to talk about technology in the home, some of the things that are being done in homes and what buyers are looking for, what sellers might find added value in. Um, and so, Dave, you know, we, we hear about smart homes. We've got a smart guy here to help us figure it all out. Um, we'll dive, dive right in. And, and, you know, I'm not sure how you feel about technology, but uh, are you starting to see a lot of different things in homes these days? Yeah, it's starting to pick up, Jim, for sure. And uh, thanks for uh, having me in on this call. It's an amazing, amazing topic. Um, and do I like technology, Jim? Come on. My background's engineering. I've got to love technology, right? <laughs> so there's uh you know it's it's a slow some areas it's picking up quickly and some technology a little slower and i guess we'll talk about that today yeah yeah um so many different things that that can go into a home these days um is just in general technology the latest gadgets and devices that lead to convenience or efficiency are or is that something that buyers are actually starting to look for and, and ask about? So we're seeing it in our market, it's a slow adapter. So so if you start to talk about technology, just to throw a few out there, you know, you, you have, um, you know, we've obviously had the solar panel thing for, we'll talk about that, I'm sure, but the locks mm-hmm. and the, the garage door. Uh, and but, but now smart thermostats, we've had those for years. That's obviously pretty mainstay. But now they're talking about smart appliances. We're starting to see a few of those different technologies come in. The doorbells, the smart showers. I don't have one of those, but I'd love to see what that looks like, you know. Um, <laughs> oh, the touchless faucets. I mean, touchless faucets, right? So that's a pretty cool technology that I think that has a real, you know, real-life usage right now for most people, right? Um, yeah. And, um, yeah, and and because uh, people are wasting water and, and such. Um, and then there's one that we definitely should get into, but – so in, in our market in the Midwest, we don't really have water problems, but mm-hmm. there's some really neat technology I've read out uh, more out west for a smart technology to, to monitor your water usage. Because in some areas, I was in Colorado, for instance, like the water rights are really a big deal. A lot of people sure. don't have much water in other areas mm-hmm. of the country. We just kind of take it for granted in the Midwest. But uh, many, many areas of the country that doesn't have a great lake sitting next to them, um, I think they have a little more issue with water. Yeah, yeah, and, and it impacts the home. I mean, I, I know there are places out west that uh, you, you can't even put a lawn in anymore. You've got to just do decorative things or uh, stone or something else. So, um, you know, different factors there. So when you when you look at 
those things you mentioned, a good listener, we'll go back and talk about some of them. Do you, do you sort of divide them into different categories? And some are just convenience and, you know, make life more fun. Some are energy efficient. Some are environmentally sound. And I know, know buyers, different people are, are focused on different things. Do you kind of see different approaches to that? It's like, I just want something to make my life easier as opposed to someone says, I want to live a, a greener life. So I think the younger generation um, is looking at the energy efficiencies and the, the you know quote unquote greener life, and um, I mean I think that uh, if if you can get a technology that brings in both, that might be a, a big deal. So for example, um, when I renovated my home 15 years ago, the village uh, made me put recirc lines in, which basically means hot water is recirculating to all areas of the house at all times. Now you would think, well, that's you're using more energy to heat and pump it but at the same time you change your life you jump in a shower turn the water on you're under hot water right and so in essence mm-hmm. you actually are using much less water you might be using a little bit more electric or gas but you're using a lot less water but to me that's a convenience right but it's also energy yeah. efficiency and i think that um, if we can bring together energy efficiency and making life a little easier that certainly will um you know bring people to be more energy efficient because it, it's making their life easy. The touchless faucet, right? If you're mm-hmm. using a touchless faucet, you're going to use far less water because it's going to automatically turn on. And if, if you're going to run your veg, clean your vegetables, you might just be running the water for five minutes, right? Um, but if sure. there's a touchless faucet and it's automatic, like, you, you know, it's, you're going to use less water. So these are the kind of things I think that's a little bit of combination of convenience and, and others um, clearly, you know, ring doorbells and, automatic garage door sensors and those sort of things are conveniences and nothing to do with energy efficiency. But, um, but those were the earlier adapters, right? Because yeah. yeah. It's, First uh, things we saw. People to see where yeah. Well, let's, let's talk about one you mentioned, which is probably the biggest and most noticeable, which would be solar panels. Um, you know, I'm starting to see more of them uh, throughout town. Um, different uh, different advantages that they bring. What what do you see in terms of home value and and home buyer interest? Is is that something that uh, we're going to see more of now? You know, I get that question a lot for people who are because the hot topic right now are people installing them and saying, "How will this affect me if I uh-huh. a either if I put it on myself and buy the system, or some people are signing twenty year leases." So um, if you have, have a long-term lease, now I've got to transfer that lease upon the sale of the house. And we've had a few of those go through, and the buyer was excited to have power, uh, solar panels. Uh, the issue there, of course, solar panels are rapidly changing, and the technology and efficiencies are getting higher. So um, it really depends if you're stuck in a longer-term lease. Well, maybe right now it doesn't affect you, but will in 10 years when, you know, Tesla's got their solar panels figured out and they're like, your efficiency is three times as much? I don't know. Um but uh, – and there's the other question. You know, some people love the fact that solar panels in their house, and it's kind of sexy to them because it looks like they're, you know, they're being part of the environment. Um, and some people just want the solar panels, but they don't want the look of it. So as the, the yeah. newer panels come out and they look more like regular roofing, it will make a difference. Um, but uh, funny story there, and here I'm going to get us off topic here. But um, I asked my son, who's going into the engineering, um, I said, hey – what do you think about electric cars? He's like, why would you buy an electric car? I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, well, unless you have solar panels in your house, what's the point? I'm like, all right, good point. Right? So okay. the point is the electric cars aren't saving any energy for anyone, uh-huh. right? 
we're, we're still creating the power. You're still using the power. So he's saying, hey, unless everyone starts putting solar panels or wind turbines, <laughs> uh, you know, river, river, river uh, point. So, I mean, obviously the, the necessary evil to get the electric cars up and running and everyone wants them and they look great in there, but they're really not greener, right? Until mm-hmm. that person who owns the electric car puts a solar panel on the roof and now their car is running off of some energy that they're creating themselves. Um, and that, but again, think of that's how a younger generation is thinking, right? Yeah. Well, so it, if that's the way you younger said, generation is thinking, then you, yeah. What's that? We, we get, we get their perspective and, you know, maybe next time we'll have right. him on to talk to us a little bit more about it as well. Um, you know, get, get his views. <laughs> but, but, that's how, but, but, <laughs> but that's the buyer of, you know, five or 10 years from now, right? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. So. Yep, interesting. Well, we're talking to David Schwabe of the Schwabe Group, uh, Compass Realty, and getting some input on technology in the home. We talked uh, uh, about touchless faucets, uh, the big item, of course, uh, solar panels. Um, you mentioned earlier, David, um, just smart thermostats, which uh, I assume that's pretty much almost a standard feature in homes now. It is. I think it is. And if they truly have smart thermostats, it will be controlling them and, and making smart decisions. If they have the old programmable ones, <laughs> if they don't program them, they don't do any good, right? And uh, so, yeah, either either smart ones or uh, programmable ones. And I'm trying to convince sellers that, hey, you know what, you put a you put a um, a smart thermostat in, you know, let's just leave it there because most people want it. And that's something that people notice if they take it out. Um, so that's like Nest. Eco B, um, sure. I think Alexa's got one out now and that sort of thing. And um, going back to the water topic, um, you talked about the touchless faucets. I know there are tankless water heaters as well that just keep a steady stream of supply, but maybe I'll turn to your engineering background here more than your realtor. I, <laughs> I, I know that involves some additional venting and other things. I've heard about it. I haven't really seen or heard many people that have those. Are you, are you finding those out in the market at all? We're starting to see them uh, more and more, and I think a lot of it has to do with the plumbers who are installing them, telling their clients that they're that they're good, right? Um, interesting on that is that what I found is um, I had to look at, at water heaters in 2022 um, when the the price of water heaters like doubled or tripled, um, and then all of a sudden the super expensive tankless water heaters became less expensive, and um, so from a cost standpoint, if the tankless water heaters cost more to install, they're really not that much more beneficial for a household. Let's say if you have five people in the house and there's always hot water being used, um, it's probably not as beneficial um, just because the efficiencies on these, these tanks are so high. But as the cost of the tanks rise, people, I think, are turning to the tankless. Um, 15 years ago when I looked at it first, you know, they told me I would need like four tankless water heaters from my house because <laughs> the efficiency oh. they weren't that good. But now I'm being told yeah. I could probably have one in my house. You know, and so like who wants to install four tankless water heaters at the point? Um, so I think as as those get more efficient and a little bit better, um, but yeah, there's something to be said about going on vacation and knowing that your tank isn't going to burst, right? And water spray yeah. all over your basement. Um, there's some things to that that I think is definitely nice to know that I'm not pushing water through the house. Um, but uh, from a efficiency standpoint, I think the efficiency comes out, you know, as you don't use that water as often. Let's uh, let's turn with these couple of minutes we have left here away from some of those things that are 
energy efficient or um, you know improve some use of, of you know water electricity whatever gas whatever it might be uh, because the other big thing technology is just all the devices that people have in homes now and um, uh, there are just multiple devices on the Wi-Fi Wi-Fi systems are strained they're streaming um, is is the Wi-Fi capabilities in homes and whether people are putting servers in or you know, uh, you know, sort of reflection points. Of what what are you hearing right now when people start looking, especially some of these bigger homes where they're going to be spread out a little bit? Yeah, so there's actually some amazing. Um, so when COVID hit, um, I had six of us in the house, you know, six iPhones, uh, four iPads, six computers, six, you know, four streaming TV. It was insane, right? And now we have smart appliances. We have all these other things. And um, so, yes, there are some uh, – People are basically getting high-speed Internet, which we're very accessible in our area, super high-speed. And um, that's technical, by the way, super high-speed. And, <laughs> and the Wi-Fi, there are some really, really, if you do your research, there are some really good Wi-Fi systems that they can have multiple touch points. So you could have four or five touch points in your house, and one in the basement, one upstairs, one in the office, one in the kitchen. Uh, it, the technology on these Wi-Fi routers, you need a router, a high-speed router that it's high quality and it can handle i mean i bet most people are going to find out they have between 10 and 30 devices in their house attached to their wi-fi at all times it is pretty crazy when you start looking at it and then if you they get electric you get light switches and you have sure you know all these sorts of things hooking in it there's a lot of touch points well before i let you go now let's let's wrap this up let's go back to the buyer or maybe even the seller of a home um you know what? What's the overall overall thought they should walk away with? Should they continually be upgrading? Should they be the latest? Uh, as a realtor, any particular thoughts to share before we let you go today, Dave? Yeah, I think that uh, the technology is there. It's there. The people see it as a good advantage. I'm not sure it adds a lot of value quite yet, unless you have like solar panels or higher price tag things on the home. But um, as, as the market changes and people add it to it, I think there's a lot of value to this. And um, it may separate you from another house when the market slows a little bit. But uh, I, technology is never a bad thing. It's, it's certainly evolving daily and, and always good for the, for the home. But as we've always seen, if uh, you mentioned to an early adopter, maybe you don't want to be the first one because in a couple of years <laughs> it could be a lot less expensive and a lot more efficient, correct? Yeah, I'm still waiting on the solar panels another year or two. So yeah, it seems to be they're 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 they're, they're moving rapidly on the price and technology and those for sure. Let's uh, let's let's go, David. Before we do, uh, schwabegroup.com, s c h w a b e group.com, and how about a phone number for people to reach out to you? Eight eight four seven six three six six seven four seven eight four seven six three six six seven four seven. David at schwabegroup.com. Call me anytime. If you have any questions about selling or if you're moving across the country, if you need to buy a house in California, I can find you someone wherever you're at. Fantastic. David Schwabe, thanks so much for being with us. Always great to talk to you, talking today about technology in the home, and we will uh, continue our conversations on your home buying compass each month here on this podcast series. Thanks for listening. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.